0: Hi everybody and welcome to Bestseller TV, I'm Taryn Winterbrill. We're joined by David Gianetto. he's the author of Big Social Mobile, how digital initiatives can reshape the enterprise and drive business results. David, thanks for being here, great to see you.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: So, full disclosure, when I saw the title of the book, I thought the book was going to be about sort of dissecting this big social media world that we live in on our mobile devices. I found out I was completely wrong. <laughs> so tell us to what does the title refer?
1: Sure. Well, the title refers to big data, social media, mobile technology, and these are the three initiatives that every company right now is spending money on. These are the three things they're they're struggling with, they're trying to get right, they've already made significant investment in, but they really haven't seen the ROI on it yet then at the same time social media and mobile technology are also giving consumers more power over those companies so when you combined big social and mobile together it's really forcing companies to operate differently than they've ever Operate it before, and, and it's actually forcing them to think differently about their relationship with consumers. Some of the fundamental ways that they've operated in the past and been successful just aren't going to work anymore.
0: Right, it's a, total, a totally different landscape, and in a moment we'll get into sort of how you go about doing that. But what I liked from the outset, the book deals with this example of sort of taking a fl- an airplane flight and sort of how that sets up the context for the title of the book and the main point. So tell everybody a little a, a synopsis.
1: Sure, as you can imagine working with clients, I spend a lot, of time on, a lot of time on airplanes. And it's quite normal for folks who fly a lot to have a, a very close relationship with the airline. Uh, but it goes a lot further than the average passenger would think. So if you travel a lot and you have super elite status, by the time you get off that airplane, the airlines already contacted you and asked you how that flight was, what was your experience, and how was the actual flight attendant that you interacted with. And that's what we think of as the new norm today. And it is for the companies that are that are using social media and mobile and integrating that and using big data to understand who their best customers are. But to be a, quote, big social mobile enterprise actually takes it quite a bit further than that. What we're talking about is changing the normal response. The normal response was to use mobile technology to ask passengers how they did. Uh, And then when the passenger had a good or bad experience, they would take that experience out to social media and complain about the airline. And then a social media analyst within that company would respond. And that would be an interaction between an analyst and a customer, a high-value customer. And that's really where it would stop. And that analyst didn't have the power to truly improve the experience for the passenger. They could only wish them better next time or express condolences for a bad experience. They couldn't make the organization itself change to accommodate what this passenger really wanted. And that's what I'm talking about taking social media, mobile technology, and the big data that comes from it, and really embedding that back into the core enterprise itself. So not only can we understand if somebody has a bad experience and react to it appropriately and actually make their experience better, but we could also predict when they're going to have a bad experience. Uh, we can prevent that bad experience, turn them into a great, happy customer that they will then share across social media and multiply out that goodwill. But that's not going to happen when these initiatives stay isolated and segregated.
0: Right, and they're in the problem. Right. The whole book sort of discusses the, sort of this metaphor that you had that one person dealing with the, with the passenger yeah. and it just ended there. And the whole problem was, and I like how you discuss it, you say that there's sort of this, this segregation to digital initiatives, sort of segregating digital initiatives, lead, leaving them sort of isolated from the traditional enterprise, the core of mm-hmm. the company. So put that into layman's terms, exactly what you mean, the terms of, you know integration yeah. and segregation.
1: Yeah, everything that I address about these new cutting edge technologies and, and techniques, I try to do it in very traditional terms so addressing the arrival of social media 10 years ago and then mobile a few years later and now big data just a few years ago companies did what they always did they hired experts whether they were external consultants or they were analysts that they brought into the the payroll, and they allowed those experts to solve this problem of this, this new requirement they had to address. And that works great in most situations because experts tend to stay very far away from the consumers. We have mainstream managers and decision makers that run sales, marketing. They interact with consumers. They represent us. They understand what's valuable about the company. They understand the core message. Experts. They do expert things very far from the consumers they figure out small nuances uh, and that works fine because there's a buffer Mm -hmm. this is different because the average social media analyst or the average person interacting with a consumer through mobile technology is closer to the consumer than any other person in the organization right and closer than ever before really yeah a, a social media analyst sees a constant ongoing stream of direct interaction between the consumer and the company itself. It's just that they're isolated from everything else that the company does. So when they see opportunities that are sales opportunities or great ideas about where a product could go, or even the negative things that we always talk about, somebody has a bad experiences or somebody's bad-mouthing the brand, that isolated analyst doesn't have the power to actually make an impact.
0: So that that's the core of, of the uh-huh. message is that that segrega- that's the problem. My next right. question was, w- what's the problem with segregation? It's because yeah. th- they have this problem from the customer and then it just sits there, there's nowhere to go. So therefore, how do we integrate? If I'm, if I'm in the C-suite and I'm saying, yes, this sounds, this sounds exactly right up my alley, this is <laughs> right. what we're doing wrong. What is the integrated approach, David?
1: Well, we've got to look at these initiatives a little bit differently than we have in the past. And it's not that the initiatives are going to change substantially or go away. It's the role of the expert and their relationship with the core of the company itself. We've got to take complete ownership away from, for example, a social media analyst or an IT developer who's developing a mobile app or even the IT folks that collect and house big data. We've got to take complete control away from them and push it out to mainstream managers who have been running traditional areas of the business for decades since that company existed. So a social media analyst should be a conduit connecting consumers to the real decision makers that have bottom line responsibility inside the organization, because that's where the profit equation exists. That's you know? a good
0: distinction. They need to be a conduit right. to the traditional yeah. core of the enterprise as opposed to just yeah. sitting there on the sidelines. OK, mm-hmm. so, so how do you do it? The book sort of sets up, you know, five ways that, you know, information or data is integrated. You talk about five types of digital relationships mm-hmm. that these integrated enterprises maintain so so what are the highlights what do you think the most important you know takeaways are
1: yeah my work is always about helping companies actually achieve these utopia states that we talk about so in the book I feel like I have to go that extra step and not just lay out the problem the benefits challenges but actually lay out the steps and I try to take each step of it for example in the beginning it's about understanding your relationship with different types of people in your communities, in your digital audience. How do you pull them apart and place them in more traditional terms? Where are your prospects in there? Where are your actual customers? Who are your partners? Who are the people that have the most influence over your brand? And from there, you can understand who they are. You can segregate them. And you can start analyzing the way you're interacting with those smaller segments in more detail. And by understanding the interaction, you'll start to see patterns and the first step is to understand those patterns, see when they're going right and wrong, and see how you can use those patterns to do something that, that is truly big social mobile. And that is take an individual consumer and shape them to the pattern that best benefits your company. Okay. And that's what companies have been doing for a long, long time, using sales and marketing techniques to convert consumers to customers. Social media somewhat took that power away because now consumers could talk amongst themselves. They could badmouth the brown. They, They could find their options without going to different companies. But where companies are heading more and more is to realize they have to take that power back. They have to learn to use social and mobile and the big data that comes from it to understand consumers and to return to shaping them into what is most profitable for their organization. So that's what this is about. It's still about profit.
0: Right. So using social media, not, it's not just about the consumer and, and then sort of ganging up on, on the, the organization. This idea of big data, you've mentioned this a couple of times. Let's back up for one second. What is big data? And, and why do we need it? Why do we need to employ it? And why is it so
1: effective? And is it, well, is it new? Well, it, it's not new at all okay. to me. I, I really dislike the term big data. I wish it had been uh, labeled with something else, something much more information-oriented, because the term big data really distracts a lot of folks and gets them talking about the fact that it's so big, we need more infrastructure to manage more data. But if we look at every step along the history of data, it's always been too big for the systems that have pulled it together and analyzed it. And today, we can handle just massive volumes of data. So the big issue relative to big data is no longer really even an issue. Okay. What it is, is simply information about a consumer. Mm-hmm. It tells you who somebody is, their demographics, it tells you what their social circle looks like, their relationships, their preferences, it tells you their behavior, what they've done in the past, what they do and don't like, and it tells you all of the interactions and the pattern of interactions they've had with your company. So if we just accept that let's not worry about big data, this is simply information relative to a consumer. Just like we have traditional data that tells us about our relationship with customers. What's our investment in them? What's the return we're getting on them? We take them and put them together. Now we have a much more holistic understanding of who a consumer is, what their behaviors are, and what is the financial impact on us for that behavior. And that's what Yahoo missed. They missed the fact that consumers are going in a different direction. They were heading in the Google direction. Now Yahoo could have bought Google, and they chose not to. Within eight years, Yahoo completely fell apart. If right. we look at any of the mainstream companies MySpace is another great example fell, fell apart in eight years. There is Eight
0: years also.: There was huh. a
1: mathematical limit on the ability of time that you can exist in the digital space. It was one of the most interesting bits of research that went along. It really points to the fact that what you think happens in the digital landscape isn't what's happening. The failure rate in the digital world is so high. That is the same as saying every single company goes out of business every eight years. Hmm. Not not 50% of small businesses like we typically see in the real world or 5% of corporations go out of business every year. We're talking about the entire landscape of every company that exists hmm. is wiped away and restarted every eight years.
0: C-Suite Radio. Again, the reason? I mean, is there one major reason? How do you how do you explain well, it? Of
1: course for me, right. I, I believe the that answer's, it's, in, the book, the right? answer's <laughs> in the book. It's because there everything's in the digital world Decision-makers and executives are allowing to operate in isolation. They're not looking at social media and mobile technology as simply extensions of the brand. New ways to interact with consumers, which they've always done. They're not looking at big data as a feedback mechanism, which they always had internally. Let's set aside the hype and use these things as we always have to reinforce what is unique about a company. Stay true and then evolve from there. Don't try and reinvent yourself. To become highly social, highly mobile, big data friendly. It doesn't work. But at the core of it, information is the driver of this integrated approach, right? Right, because it's such a complex relationship between companies and consumers today that you simply can't understand anything without having the ability to pull together data from multiple disparate sources, turn it into information, and then give it back to decision makers in a way that helps them do their job. Right? So Big Social Mobile is really the next evolution of the first book, The Performance Bower Grid, which helped companies understand what internal information was important to them. Big Social Mobile says, now there's this other universe of, quote, big data. That needs to combine with the data you've always had. The so, traditional data. Right, right, right. Things in ERP, route accounting systems, CRM systems. right. Combine that so you have a much more holistic picture of what's happening in this corporate consumer relationship right. so that you can use it to your best advantage. So
0: there's no there's no separation, silos of right. the digital initiatives and the traditional you know, enterprise be. core initiatives. So that, that's the difference. Right. Real quickly, that said, all of that said, do we need to redefine success based on big social moda, mobile
1: and big data? I really take a very traditional stance and I, I say no, the business has not changed. I fully uh, am on board with the fact that social media has changed marketing. It's changed that function in the way you interact. It's changed customer service. It's even changed sales. But it still hasn't changed the profit equation. Business is still business. We're in the business of making money, all of us. Uh, And it's about using these things in a way that helps you make money more effectively, more efficiently, both in the short term, right, better conversion rates of consumers, customers, but also in the long term. Building better loyalty, making customers happy, mm-hmm. making them champions of your brand.
0: Right. I, I really like it though because it's all about sort of isolating these information silos and how, this, this the importance of integration. Why so many companies don't realize that they're not they're not doing it. They're keeping it segregated, and that's why it's not working at the end right. of the day. All right. Well, David, we're out of time. Really insightful read. Sort of, we're all living this big social mobile world, but it was sort of nice to see how it all links together, how how we can sort of connect to the big company, and how we're all living in this big you know conglomerate. Of mobile data, <laughs> big social mobile data. So thank you for your time. Uh, if you'd like to check out more about the book, check out our website. It's www.csweetbookclub.com. That's c-sweetbookclub.com. The book again is Big Social Mobile. We'll see you next time right here on Bestseller TV. Like what you just heard? Visit c-sweetradio.com. C-Suite Radio, turning the volume up on business.